0: what's good what's good y'all we back at it you already know what time it is sure. it's august 15th i'm with the gang Matchy, g and Mo sports you already know what time this it is Mo sports tv and we are here for some more nfl previews uh, we're going with the afc north and the nfc south today this, there's a lot of promising teams in here there's, there's some stinky teams in here We're gonna mix it up But
1: it's gonna be exciting though Like it's yeah. almost like a stink fest But it kinda excites me a little bit I don't know uh, it, There's potential for there to be some good football And there's also potential for there to be some really really bad football So what up to everybody coming in Uh, from Twitter We got six viewers on the Twits right now What's, so sure up. What's sure good out to y'all for sure Yes sir For sure
0: Alright so let's, let's just hop straight into it man Honestly Uh We'll start with the with the best team. I well, not the best team. Ooh, I don't know yet. We're not gonna uh, say the best team. Oh, well, I uh, mean, came out of you right there. This but, is uh what on paper people say is the best team mm. out of the two divisions, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Hmm, the Cincinnati Bengals really, really interesting, especially when you start the season off the way that they did. You know, your number one guy, Joey B, Ice Cold Joe, Joe Sheisty getting hurt the way that he did that definitely has to raise some eyebrows and give you a little bit of a concern but then again uh we're going to talk about it they're super super talented uh but they did lose some people
0: right yeah they they lost Jesse Bates they lost Samaje Pirine. Ryan's going to hurt Hayden Hurst mm. Von Bell mm. and even though Eli Apple wasn't a big part of that success to that team they also lost him as well They also gained, though, they gained Orlando Brown and Jermaine Pratt. Big dubs. Which are are very good pickups, but I feel like they lost more than they gained this offseason. So what's the keys for the Bengals for me is honestly health, you know? Um, They have everything that they need on offense, obviously. Um, Chase is one of a kind. You have T. Higgins. You got uh, Mixon still there.
1: Yep, and they, I think they just got another running back, right? D- because they said they didn't want to just overload Mixon, you know, with all of the volume. So I think they went out and got somebody in free agency, too. Is, it, is that?
0: Mm, I don't remember.
1: Mm. I'm not, I'm not sure, but, I mean, you know what you're getting from them uh, from an offensive standpoint. The concern for me and a big key to the Bengals season for me comes within their secondary. I think, uh, who is it, Echobi I- 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 or whatever. His, uh, I- he's got a crazy name, but he- he's a dog, and if he could take that next step as an elite cornerback, that would be, uh, or woozy Chidobi oh, Awuzie.
0: Chidobi Awuzie, right? okay, yeah, 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 he's a he- dog. He's a
1: dog. If he could take that next step as an elite corner, uh, I think, obviously, Losing Eli Apple might have made them a better team, but I need to see something out of this defense if I believe that they're going to be the best team, clearly, out of the two divisions.
0: Right, right. I mean, I feel like they have had the advantage in the AFC North over the last two years. There's been a lot of rebuilding going on mm. with the Steelers, obviously, the the team that usually runs that division. True. The Ravens were even going through some tough times a little bit. And the Browns, you know, they, they're going through a whole little Brown's rebuild, too. So, I mean, the Bengals have taken advantage of a very uh, weak AFC North for the past two years. But I do think the rest of these teams are going to really compete this year. Really, really compete. I'm not going to say the, the Bengals are going to win the division. I'm going to talk about another team that could possibly win the division. But... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they also won as well. They're that talented that they can, you know, if Joey B stays healthy. And that's another big, big, big thing. You know, he he already got her First first, first practice first of practice. training camp. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Really,
1: really little. You know, very minuscule. And, uh, Joe says, Apple will be a fine fill-in until Ramsey returns. Uh, I mean, well, that's the Dolphins, so... I, I right. guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Eli Apple is going to do his thing down in Miami, I guess. But as far as the Bengals go, yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow getting hurt first thing first. Like, that's kind of – that's a tough pill to swallow. And it's not how you want to start off the season. But a team that talented, I'm not necessarily concerned about. How many games do you think they win overall?
0: Um, Me personally, I think the Bengals are going to win 11 games. Mm-hmm. 10, honestly. Like I said, I, I don't know if they're going to be as good this year as they were last year. The only thing that they're bringing with them this year is more experience, you know. But with a young quarterback like Burrow, it's, that's still not even in his prime yet. He could take the offense to a whole nother level that really we could. haven't seen before. Like you know, fought. we haven't we haven't seen the, the best of Joe Shisey yet, I feel like, you know.
1: And that's crazy to say because he was already in the Super Bowl, right? So like mm-hmm. really, what is Joe Burrow's peak? the
0: peak is winning it all you know um the peak is somehow some way beating patrick mahomes in the afc championship and then going on to win the super bowl but like i still don't have the Bengals even coming close to beating the chiefs Mm. in a playoff situation so yeah me either my uh expectation of them is at least second round in the playoffs yeah at least the divisional round. I don't know if they're going to make it past at the divisional round this year, but we'll I, see. We will see. We will see.
1: Izzy says, or Ivy, I'm sorry, says. Let's talk about the future Super Bowl champs, Panthers. Bryce Young better than Mahomes. <laughs> we're gonna get to, the we'll get to the Panthers. We're gonna get because to the Panthers. They're a very interesting team. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, no, that division super
0: interesting. Yeah, I like I like the uh, NFC South. That's why we're gonna talk about today. The strong points, obviously, the Bengals is their passing game. Yep, their offense in general. Uh I get you know, people would usually say their offensive line, but I think they shared that up with Orlando Brown.
1: Yeah. Oh definitely. That's why it was such an eyebrow raiser for me, because that's one of those additions, like we talk about a lot of additions going on teams just because you gotta say the names to at least, you know, get that through. But there aren't many needle movers out there. Orlando Brown actually moves the needle for me in terms of what he can bring to the table to that offensive line. He's a veteran, he's won before. And it's—he's uh, been on the best of the best. He's had Andy Reid. He knows how to command a front line. I'm excited to see him protecting Joe. I
0: agree. I agree. Um, their weak points, I would say, their their secondary is, yeah, that was my biggest still point. still pretty young. You know, the uh, Eli Apple's gone. It's, uh, they lost Bates. You know, Bates
1: was the captain of that secondary, so yeah, that I, hurts. It,
0: it, there's there's some question marks. There's some definite question marks with with that secondary, even and even that linebacking core for Cincy. Mm. So let's see, let's see. Uh, I think the Bengals are just as good, maybe a little bit worse. Tops got them winning ten games. All right, let's move on to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Um, They're you know, all these teams are like very wild cardish teams in my opinion they're not
1: they're very unpredictable because i could see this season going either way for the browns like it totally wouldn't shock me if deshaun watson laid an egg and like they were horrible but then yeah. again, it wouldn't shock me if Deshaun Watson came out guns blazing. And all right. of we were like, yo, the Browns are legit. Because they do have pieces to where if they were an elite team, it, it wouldn't surprise many people. It was supposed to just be Deshaun Watson coming in, taking over. Plug and play. And that was it, you mm-hmm. know? And they were kind of in a similar situation to the Denver Broncos where they were just a quarterback away. And all of a sudden, yeah. people were thinking, hey, that could be the blueprint to the NFL now. You know, build around the quarterback and then plug mm. in when you're ready to get your guy. Mm. But, hey, if this fails... It's gonna be it's gonna be tough to to swallow for Browns fans because you're back in purgatory again. You're back to oh, square yeah. one. You traded an absolute bag for Deshaun Watson. You gave him the biggest contract in history. Yeah. So yep, I yep, don't know. Yep, yep. And Ivy says don't sleep on the Browns. I think they could sneak in with a wild card. They it's could. Tough. They could. But they could. Uh, we're gonna talk about a team coming up that we think is gonna be very very much better than the Browns.
0: All right. So I mean, me personally with the Browns. They had it tough last year. Um, Watson came in, what, game 12? There's no chemistry. You're not going to build any type of chemistry coming in week 12, all right? Yeah. Now he has a full offseason with these guys. He has a full understanding of the Cleveland offense. He's been in the building. No controversy, no nothing ever since he's came. And um,
1: Yeah, well, the controversy did come after. Never mind. get it.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, and, um, <laughs> I mean, look, I think the Browns will be a much better team than last year. They still have all their weapons, pretty much. They lost Kareem Hunt, but really, they still have their number one guy in Chubb. Mm-hmm. They still have Amari Cooper. They still have Njoku. Chubb is my RB1 in
1: fantasy this year, too, and I think that's by a landslide because I think Chubb is going to be an absolute workhorse now that Kareem Hunt's not there
0: he could be rb1 you know he could it's, it's all up to his health you know if mm-hmm. he could stay healthy chubb always has the upside of being a top three fantasy running back me personally i'm gonna run it back with eckler as the best running back he was rb1 last year mm-hmm. and joe At- says
1: they have a great offensive line to protect watson another reason why mm-hmm. you know that's gonna help out nick chubb
0: right and they they added dalvin Tomlinson.
1: In the trenches, okay. Yeah,
0: a nice little nose tackle for them. They got Ronnie McLeod. They got Shelby Harris.
1: Shelby Harris is tough. That's a nice run stopper. Uh, I think replacing Jadavion Clowney, the loss of Jadavion Clowney, with guys like Shelby Harris and then Dalvin Tomlinson, I think that makes up for it, and then some. I really think that the Browns have a good squad, and I think they're ready to make some noise. It's just a matter of how much in a division that's kind of decent all around.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, this this division is such a wild card. I feel like both of these divisions are just such wild cards because each team has a very high ceiling and a very low floor. Yeah. And, like— It's going to be a roller coaster. I'm, uh, yeah, for, especially for this NFC North. Like, we don't know which way like we the Browns see. are going to go. Yeah, we don't know.
1: We could see— for the first five, six weeks of the season. You know, a team like, hey, even uh, the Steelers could come out and Kenny Pickett's slinging rock, and they're, you know, four and two. What was that?
0: Yeah, right there. Take it the out. It's yeah. It's not plugged into that. It's fuzzy. I can oh. hear fuzzy.
1: Oh, we're not plugged into PC all right, never mind. Go ahead, um, never mind. a team like the Steelers could come out all of a sudden four and two and we're like hey they have a great shot at winning the division but then they could just lay eggs the second half you know second three-fourths of the season so I don't know it's gonna be really interesting to follow how injuries play out in this division because there's a lot of injury prone injury prevalent guys and it's also a lot of youth a lot of youth all around so I don't know how many games do you have the Browns winning
0: Uh, realistically ten they can, win, they can win anywhere from 8 to 11 games. They could be 8 and 9, even 7 and 10. They can, even, they can go anywhere from 7 and 10, I feel like, to 11 and 6 if, they're, if the ceiling's high, you know? There's a very high ceiling and a very low floor, and I feel like they could be 7 and 10 as well. So it all depends on how they go and how much of a gamer Watson really is, you know?
1: I'm gonna say nine wins on the dot.
0: Nine wins on the dot? Nine wins on the dot. I mean, that's fair. It's a fair assumption. I'm I'm not gonna sit up here and say that it's uh, it's not a good assumption. Ivy
1: says it sucks because the AFC is truly stacked. And yeah, right? Like it's no matter how good you are, I mean, even a team, we haven't gotten to them yet, but even a team like the Jets that everyone is glossing mm. over all offseason, it's like, hey, how far can you go when you still, the AFC runs through first Patrick Mahomes, second Josh Allen, and third Joe Burrow. So it's like, yo, you have to be a Goliath of a team in order to take out one of the big dogs. And
0: Yeah, the AFC is fucking stacked this year. Because oh even God, after Dolphins. those three, you got the Dolphins, yeah, you big, got the, uh, the, Chargers. Uh, the Chargers, you got some the Jags. Yeah! Wow, you it's got gonna, a lot of shit to deal with. with. So yeah. I
1: don't know. Talking about, we were talking about uh, wild card. Like if a, thir- a third seed could get in the wild card, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be from this division. And, uh, with it could, it could teams.
0: though. I I definitely feel like one extra team besides the winner can make a wild card spot. So like the Ravens and Bengals can make the wild card, and honestly, the Browns could definitely make it too. It all depends on Deshaun Watson. It really does. So let's move on to the Baltimore ravens and i feel like this team is very slept on very very slept on and my hot take for this for today is i think the ravens are going to win a division this year over the Bengals, over everybody um the additions they added odell beckham zay flowers via draft rak yassin Even Nelson Aguilar, a little bum-ass, they brought in. So, hey, you know, they lost Justin Houston and Marcus Peters. They brought in a new offensive coordinator, and that offense has a lot of weapons now. The big knock that the Ravens were getting back for the past couple of years is that Lamar Jackson doesn't have weapons. Lamar Jackson doesn't have his wide receiver one. Lamar Jackson doesn't have anybody to throw to. Greg Roman's keeping the ball in his hands, and he's not throwing the ball now they all these all these question marks have gotten answered now so what there's no more excuses for the ravens and there's no more excuses for lamar jackson and i think they're they're gonna turn up in my opinion
1: Well, not only is there no excuses for him, but also you just got a massive payday. You finally got the contract Mm. you've been seeking and you have that chip on your shoulder of everybody that's been saying you're running back all these years. Now you have a chance with all these wide receivers. You have the opportunity with the new offensive coordinator that's going to allow you to throw the deep ball. And I think this is only going to make Lamar Jackson even better. I mean, we've seen this guy as as an MVP, and I don't even think that was his ceiling as of yet. So Mm. I have Lamar Jackson as my QB1 in fantasy this year, even above Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say it because I think that this entire scheme with Lamar Jackson is going to allow his run game to open up even more. I think the elite passing game is going to allow him to take an even better step. And, I mean, him, Mark Andrews, you know, you have Dobbins over there. It's going to be a lot of damage coming in from uh, from the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, first of all, Zay Flowers is the top I think the top rookie wide receiver to come out of the draft over in Jigba Smith, over all those guys, over Quentin Johnson, over all these guys. Um, He's been very slept on. He's a very yards after catch type of guy. And um, yeah, I, I really think he could take this Baltimore defense to a whole nother level because he's more of a yak kind of guy. He gets them short to medium routes. And turn it into very long plays. He reminds me of like a Tyreek Hill type, Mm. but I feel like he's more of a slot guy than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's more out on the outside, burning you for deep. Zay Flowers more on the inside okay. killing you. Like, it's funny. Agility, it's, you know?
1: It's really funny because now Odell is on the, hit the team with him, but I know you remember that one Odell slant against the Ravens that he yeah. ran and that he took for, I think, like 65, 70 yards. I right. want to say, like, those are the types of plays you can expect from Zay Flowers. This right,
0: season. exactly. And I feel like Odell is going to be more over the top now. Yep. He's going to be the more the decoy, even. Yeah. They're going to throw long balls his way just to get the. Just to loosen the secondary up, and then, then you're going to hit Zay Flowers underneath in medium routes out the middle. And I look, Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews, bro. Yeah, you are. At the him, end man. of the day, Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews. He's going to have a hell of a year because now they can't double team him in the box. There's no way they could key in on Mark Andrews when you have Odell and fucking Zay Flowers, Bateman, and even Nelson Aguilar out there. Even J.K. Dobbins, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? They got a lot of weapons out there, and you got to worry, and after all that, you got to worry about fucking Lamar Jackson running the ball. That's what I mean. When everything else breaks down. That's what I mean. They have two, defense are going to lose their mind against this uh, Baltimore offense, I feel like. Yeah,
1: I agree. I have the Ravens winning 11 games.
0: Yeah, I was saying 12. I was thinking 12-5, and and 11-6. I feel like the worst they can win is 10 games.
1: I was going to say the worst, in my opinion. We're, we're one game apart. So I have their ceiling at 11, maybe even 12. But I think the worst that they are is nine wins.
0: Yeah, I'm about one game up from everything. I think they can even hit 13 games. Wow. Okay. I think they could. Wow. I really, really, really do. It all depends on that defense and how that secondary can respond. Because last year, it was absolute dog shit. Uh, Wink Martindale left that. And And Marcus Peters was looking like absolute barbecue chicken. They finally got rid of him. They get Rocky Asin, Mm -hmm. So hopefully that shores up that secondary because they were giving it up. They were. Big time. Big fucking time. And I don't know. We'll see.
1: We shall. We shall. All right. Next up, the last team in that division, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, a lot of people are sleeping on the Steelers, but let's not forget at the end of the day, the backbone of that team, Mike Tomlin has what it's it's one year that he hasn't made the playoffs yep, right first year Yep. that was the first year and and they were damn close too. <laughs> they, they still were, almost got they in, were yeah. damn close near yeah. the end to where people thought they had a chance and uh shout out to kenny pickett you know the ocean township native he's slinging rock apparently according to training camp kenny's yeah. slinging the ball so i'm excited to see the potential uh they added alan robinson which i don't know I, I last year yeah last year i would have thought this is a weapon but i need to see it from him uh, yeah. To in order to really believe it because we thought going to uh, L.A. that he was going to be a big, you know, big weapon for them. And he kind of laid an yeah. egg. So seeing him in Pittsburgh, maybe it'll, uh, you know, revive his career a little bit. They got Keanu Neal, who I think is a good pickup as well. Uh, Patrick Peterson, not necessarily <laughs> the biggest pickup in either of our uh, uh, minds. Kind of burnt chicken. But, hey, Kenny Pickett to George Pickens, that's going to become an elite connection this year and Ivy Centre. Don't they still have
0: uh Claypool as well?
1: No, Claypool's in Chicago.
0: Oh duh. Duh 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 duh, duh. duh 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 duh. Yeah I mean Pickett to Pickens should be should be fun to watch. Obviously they George also Pickens been a dog. His whole college Yeah career, he, he's like been he a do. savage. He's been a menace. Now he needs somebody but he's been quiet too. He's been talking all this shit ever since he's been drafted but I haven't seen a, a big game from him yet. You yeah, know? we see highlights. We, we, he has one great catch maybe every other week, you know what I'm saying? And then he disappears. Yeah. Let's so see. let's see if they can have a consistent connection. Yep. That's going to be a big part of it. Get that man. Najee Harris needs to fucking get back to whatever fucking level he was when he was dominant. Like, that's a big if.
1: That's a big if because I don't know if you remember seeing that one clip of him where he was just, he tried hitting a little juke and he just stayed in the same spot. And they were like, (laughs) oh my God, this guy looks like, you know, Brown's Josh Cribbs. It was bad. It was really (laughs) ugly out there. Sometimes, I don't know, you lose a step when you get a big injury, like the way Najee's knees haven't held up, but. I don't know. Yeah, I, Ivy says Jalen Warren's taking that spot. It wouldn't even shock me. Which the fall of Najee would be crazy, but it really wouldn't. surprise Is me. it? Is
0: it really crazy nowadays in the NFL? These these running backs are good for one breakout year. and It feels like they have one great year and then they fall right the fuck off. You know, They're done. The they get scheme right
1: against you. You know, there's so many factors going into it that running backs. I mean, hey, that's why they're not getting paid. Right. And that's why Najee was sitting in that Zoom call with everybody else because his ass ain't getting paid either. And even then, I saw the memes about, uh, you know, him being in that Zoom call with the elite running backs. And it was like the one clown standing with all the soldiers. Yeah, you know what I mean? That yeah. meme. So I don't know. Najee stinks, in my opinion.
0: Nah, he, he. it's that that running back life cycle is probably three years, Max. you know, and this is what his third fourth year yep, third so year three. we'll see with with naji um that defense has it, got to stay healthy t j. Watt has to stay healthy, make Fitzpatrick down, has to stay healthy, they lost devin Bush, but I still think. That defense still has something left in it. If they could just fucking stay healthy, TJ has to stay healthy. That's a big key. If the Steelers want to want to do anything, is the health is TJ Watt, bro? You so. know, how,
1: bro, you know how the Watts get down. That HGH <laughs> has their ligaments tearing like scotch tape. It's bad, dog. It's horrible. Like, they cannot stay healthy for anything. And it's like, bro, I, I don't know. There's something in there the water. Too that's, many cycles.
0: It. It's in the juice. Yeah. In the water. Know, yeah, I mean? The
1: ligaments can't hold so, up with all that muscle mass. So
0: sometimes. what what is Kenny Pickett's true ceiling? Like, can he really be a dog? Like, can he really be him? Like, like we, we've only saw a sample size of him at Pitt. You know, at yeah. the end of the day, we really ain't see him really sling rock, sling rock, like, you know, like like these guys are saying. I need to see this. I need to see Kenny Pickett throw for 400 yards real quick. I need to see yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him put up buckets via the air. We know he can run, but, did, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, he knew how, how to make plays off of throwing the ball on the run, yeah. you know, and Kenny Pick is going to have to learn how to get it out of, get out of that pocket and make second chance plays.
1: Yep. I mean, Kenny, I really think Kenny, although, you know, you don't really want to take a page out of big Ben's book out of all people. Yeah. I mean, um, but no, nah, I mean more off the field, but I, nah. I think he's got to take a little, uh, take Mm-mm. a little advice from big Ben and kind of force himself in situations sometimes. So I don't know, get definitely excited to see. I think if there's any, Like, if there's a spot where Kenny Pickett could thrive, I think Pittsburgh is a great spot because they're going to put him in the best situation that he can be in order to win. You know, their offensive line is solid. They're now, they have Pickens. They just got Allen Robinson. They're trying to get him a little offensive help. So, I don't know. Give him the, let the kid cook and we'll see what happens.
0: I feel like they're financially strapped right now, too, still Mm. from when they were good. Um, They got to get more offensive weapons, whether it's. You know, via trade or mm. next off season. I feel like Allen Robinson and Pickens is definitely not, not close enough. to enough. No, you, know? you need
1: well. They have a. Uh
0: or Najee Harris.
1: Uh, they have Freermuth. He's actually a, a pretty. So, you he's, think, he's
0: okay. He's above average. He's not. Say, he's not a bad tight end. He's not bad, but he's not like he's oh not my god. Him. He's taking. He's not top ten. Yeah, no, even in my opinion, no. Mm, he's not uh, yeah, top ten tight end in, in my opinion. I
1: think uh, Jonathan Taylor would have been a really interesting spot if he did request a trade. Yeah, to out there, yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. How many I'm, games? Ugh. Seven. Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seven. Yeah, seven. Seven didn't they get seven last year yeah yeah they're they're getting seven again yeah in my my
1: opinion they really just didn't
0: get better bro they didn't get better and everybody else in the division did
1: yeah i mean i said it how many except for the Bengals? but needle movers like there really isn't that many
0: the skill gap between the steelers and the Bengals is so far apart that even if the Bengals got worse and the steelers got better they're still not even close to each other yeah They were close to the Browns. The Browns got a lot better, I feel like. Uh, And the Ravens got a lot better. So, I mean, the Steelers, you're you're stuck on stupid pretty much. (laughs) You didn't get much better. You just got a little bit more experience, Mm. you know, and just another offseason down. And hopefully Kenny Pickett does get it together. I'm I'm rooting for him. He's a Jersey Shore native. So I'm always going to root for those guys. So who do we think? What's the order of? The, the AFC North
1: I'm going Bangles, Ravens Browns, Steelers
0: What'd you say again? Say one more time
1: Bangles, Ravens, Browns, Steelers And I think the gap between the Bangles And the Ravens is maybe One, two games Max, two games, max
0: Yeah, I'm gonna flip it I'm gonna go Ravens, Bengals, Browns Steelers Brown, like it, it's gonna be tight. I I really don't know the real true order. I just think the Ravens are gonna win.
1: Okay, I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me. All right, let's move on. Let's get let's get uh, the Ivy's Panthers out there. Let's talk about it. Uh, because they're a very, very interesting team. I mean, you're coming in, a lot of, lot of, lot of youth on that squad, especially at quarterback. You're, you're bringing in Bryce Young. You went out and got him some pieces, though. You're giving the kid uh, some weapons to work with. You got DJ Chark, you got Adam mm-hmm. Dillon, uh, Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. So those are. It was pretty big in my opinion and you mm-hmm. didn't lose anybody you nope. lost nobody hey we knew that that panthers defense was always there they were solid last season they were they were not a bad defense especially the secondary but the offense couldn't do shit so i'm really really excited because i'm a bryce young believer and i think they're gonna be better than a lot of people anticipate them being
0: yeah, the Panthers are a very interesting group of uh, players. I mean, they brought in some good vets. You know, they brought in some some good leadership in Adam Thielen, some good leadership in Miles Sanders, some good leadership in DJ Chark. A lot of good guys. Von Bell is leader at, at That's the, a leader. These Hurt. are locker room dudes. These are all guys that know how to play some football. You know, it's, that whole offense has completely turned over from last year. Yep. Um, Bryce Young, I mean, he's just damn near just as tall as Kyler Murray. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's a big question mark. They're you know, him,
1: they're calling him like the Steph Curry of the the NFL, the way that he's yeah. coming in, baby faced assassin type of vibe. But hey, it wouldn't. I shock gotta see it, it man.
0: I gotta see it to believe it with Bryce Young. I really, really gotta see it to believe it. I don't know if I'm a fan yet or not. Mm. And Mingo, they got out of the draft as well. Is going to be another weapon for him. Uh it's very it's very question. It's a big it's a big question. I don't know what the Panthers are gonna do. I don't know. Well, I don't know. The one could, they can fuck around and win a division if it I if mean. it gets real crazy, that's, you know that's what or they I mean. could be in line for another top three pick. That's literally like there's such a low floor and such a high ceiling for this year for the for the Panthers, depending on which path they wanna take. You know, they got some good guys. They got some weapons. Mm. They got a decent defense. I think it's gonna be up to Bryce Young. You know, a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks, they need veterans around them. And, you know, the Carolina did that, but it's still gonna be up to Bryce Young. And that 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 switch from college to fucking pro is is a big that's switch. Real. Yeah, that's it's real. a real switch, man. And especially being on the Panthers. We don't know what we going to get, man. Yeah. We, I, I really don't know what's going to happen.
1: And Ivy says they sweep the division. I mean, the thing is,
0: I don't you know look about around,
1: that. I don't think they sweep the division, but it wouldn't surprise me if they came out with a fantastic divisional record. I can like, see four and two if, yeah, they're, if they're hot. Yeah, I think that there's, there's an opportunity for some success here. But, you know, as much as we talked about their strengths being bringing in all of these guys, at the same time, your weakness is that you brought in a bunch of new guys. You yeah. have a, a ton yeah. of youth – you have a ton of new faces this is a lot of chemistry that has to be built so i don't know when you look around that division uh there's another team that we'll get to that we probably have you know taking a slight edge over them but i think they're going to be very exciting to watch and i think they're going to exceed some expectations so my overall win total for them is going to be uh, i'm going to have to meet like i, I feel like uh, i i gotta go one side or the other i think they're going to be better than expected and i have them win in seven games
0: i was gonna say seven games too but they could also win only five games and they could also win like nine ten games if bryce young is him if he if he really lives up to who he is and these nfl defenses can't figure him out and he's running all over the place he's throwing all over the place they could they they could win the division they could but I don't see it. I I personally think they win seven games. They come in like third place in the division, and and they build from there. That's the most and realistic. That, and that's not a that's a good turnaround. That's for a the Panthers. That's a, that's a great season for the Panthers. Seven wins. Yeah. In my opinion, going from one of the worst teams, you know, second third pick to seven and nine. That's a good start, in my opinion. Yeah. Cause
1: they're they're looking to win probably twenty twenty five. You know, that's yeah. when they're looking to really make a splash So, I don't know Ivy says remember this in December, 10 wins minimum We'll see
0: oh, we yeah. see. I don't know, it all depends on Bryce, man If Bryce can really turn it up and take the league by storm Yeah, it, it could happen it, 10 wins could happen But, uh, I don't see it Rookie quarterbacks in the NFL is just, it's, really it's tough. so tough And like like I said, with, with Mahomes and Herbert And all these guys at Burrow that came in Year one Started cooking it's so rare We just got We just were Just watching a special time In the history of the NFL a fact. You know what I'm saying Like Quarterbacks do not come in And going crazy like that uh-huh. And I, I don't think Bryce Young Is going to do that either So
1: I mean even a guy like Josh Allen Who's you know Arguably the second best Quarterback in the league Didn't come you know In his rookie year And sling rock like that It took two Three it took, years It took
0: his third Fourth year yeah. For him to really start dominating Yep so we'll see uh,
1: all right heading over let's take it to the atl because the atlanta falcons are a really interesting team uh you're going with a basically rookie quarterback right like desmond ritter played four games last season which is a really big uh head scratcher to both of us because we're thinking if you you the plan was always to go mm-hmm. with desmond ritter going into 2023 what's happening right. i mean hope you're doing well Maine. unfortunately you missed our uh Bengals preview but make sure you go back and check that um yeah, the Falcons, I, we really think you should have went with Desmond Ritter for at least half the season uh, last year. And now all of a sudden you're throwing him into a fire with a few new offensive weapons. You know, you got Bijan Robinson through the draft. Uh, you went out and got Mac Collins as well. But that's really... All you're bringing to the table, you know, you have the trio of Bijan, Algier, and uh, Cordarell Patterson alongside Kyle Pitts. That's going to be mm-hmm. cool. And obviously you have Drake London, who is going to be a big, big target for uh, for Ritter. But I don't know. They Ivy says they're low-key tanking for Caleb Williams.
0: They could be. I don't know, man. Because, look, they brought in a lot of good guys, man. First of all, Jesse Bates. That's a great pickup at at the cornerback position. Yeah. Um, Bud Dupree, Mac Hollins, Bijan, you know, and that's that's a lot of good players to bring in to that situation. Um, obviously Marcus Mariota was not it for them, but bringing in, I mean, starting a guy like Ritter who put up like seven hundred passing yards in four games in his last. If he can like be comfortable in that offense and sling rock. He has the weapons there. London, uh, Pitts, Bijan.
1: Yeah, and the divisions. Matt national. Collins. We're we're talking about it like as if they stink that bad, but the real the thing is the division is wide open. Like I mean, wide open. the the only reason they played Mariota is because they were in the mix for so long last season. It's still gonna be in that same kind of situation. I agree right. with Ivy in a sense that Ritter, no way Ritter's your guy, but I, I don't know. I think you, there's still room to win games because. Division's so weak
0: The division is wide open I still don't even know who I'm going to pick to win the division By the end of this episode So like I really don't know who's going to win The Falcons definitely have a shot though The Falcons definitely have a shot If Ritter can step up And be that guy And deliver the ball down the field Without turning the ball over If the defense can play defense for once They have a shot Because they had a shot last year
1: But just like we talked about with the Panthers, the weak points come in that rookie quarterback scenario. You know, basically a rookie. He's basically basically a rookie. Basically a rookie. I mean, we're going to agree with you there. Or at least I am. I know I'm going to be rolling with the Saints to win that division. Yeah. Um, But I I think it's it's still wide open. It still is wide open. You know, you went out. You got guys that are kind of difference makers. Like Jesse Bates is going to captain that defense. So I, yeah. I really think that's going to be exciting to see, but it all comes down to how good can Ritter be. And I'm not a believer that he's the guy.
0: I, yeah, it's very questionable for me too. He hasn't, sh- he didn't really show anything before the four games that he played, but who, like, who knows? He's, he's the same. He reminds me of, like, Sam Howell. We don't know what Sam Howell's going to do, yeah. but I expect him to not be good, you know? Yeah. And that's how I feel about Desmond Ritter. Me, personally, I think ATL is going to wind up winning six to nine games.
1: I'm winning five.
0: <laughs> I'm not a believer. You're not a believer?
1: Five wins, six max, bottom is three.
0: So you think they could be one of the? They could be the worst teams.
1: (laughs) I think they could be one of the worst teams. I still don't even think they're the worst in that division though.
0: (laughs) Neither do I. I definitely don't think so either. All
1: right, let's talk about them then. Let's get them out
0: of the way. You want to get them out the way? Talk about them. All right. All right. Let's talk about the Bucks. I mean, they added Baker Mayfield and Chase Edmonds, which wasn't really much of anything. They lost Sean Murphy, Bunting, Akeem Nix, and Carl Nassib. What's the keys Like first of all They have a quarterback Controversy going on Down there in Tampa Uh That's a problem If Baker Mayfield Is in the hunt To win Your starting quarterback In 2023 That's a very nasty bag Yeah and he's, he's that is leading. not a good sign, bro. Yeah, he's not, not a good sign. He's
1: leading the the case for starting quarterback, and that's hysterical because the first thing, like one of the first reports coming out of camp, was Baker Mayfield has just thrown three interceptions in his first like five passes. You know, yeah. so it's just it's disgusting over there. And I mean, said it's the wildest quarterback controversy, uh, ever. So I, I agree in a sense that this is this is nuts.
0: It's a real true problem because like even if. Trask wins it. It's Kyle fucking Trask. Yeah. What the fuck are they going to do? What is this team going to do? Their their only strong point really is their fucking wide receivers. They got Mike Evans, they got Godwin Still. But other than that, what is good about that team?
1: No, I mean, you don't have Lenny, you don't have Ronald Jones anymore. Like the identity that you had with TB12
0: is gone. It's gone. That out- whole it's that out- whole shit is gone. That whole identity is gone. I mean, obviously they have Evans and Godwin left, but like, that's not saying much. It doesn't matter if you got them if Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield is your fucking quarterback. Yeah, I really, really could see the Bucks being the worst team in the league this year. Mm-hmm. I really, truly can see that. I see happening. It as well. I can see it happening. I can see them winning three games. That's and that's I it. Say, I can see them winning three to six games tops.
1: Three stinkers, four games max.
0: Three Vegas games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It can really get bad for the Bucks. It can. It can really get bad and I don't see really any upside. As long as Baker Mayfield's your quarterback, they're really, they're really trying to get Caleb Williams in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely. I because Caleb Williams would be plug-and-play in Tampa. I feel like that would be a good a good little match for them. Yeah, with Mike Evans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. But, but for right now, they y'all stink, y'all man. Suck. I would rather have Jameis Winston back out there if I'm a Bucks fan. That's rough. I would rather have Jameis Winston back out there. Probably. With, with his 30 TDs and his 30 interceptions. Yep. I'd much rather have that than bum-ass Baker Mayfield who can't even throw on the left side of the field. Or Kyle Trask, I don't even know what Kyle Trask can do, but the fact that he's not clearly winning over this bomb maker Mayfield says a lot about himself, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, I just don't see anything happening with the Bucs. I'm saying three to five games, tops. Yeah. Tops. I'm tops.
1: two to four. <laughs> two to
0: four. <laughs> two, to four. <laughs> two to four. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a hate. <laughs> no, I'm a hate. I'm definitely hating, too. But one team I'm definitely not hating on, this is New Orleans Saints. Always got mad for the Nola Saints, man. They bring in Derek Carr, Jamal Williams, which is very low-key, very underrated signing yep. by the Saints. Uh, and Foster Mario, which is also another pretty decent pickup, and he was solid in Dallas, you know? Actually, was he on the Raiders? I'm bugging. I think Mario was on the Raiders, but they, solid nonetheless. I
1: am I mean, says it's going to be hard for anyone other than Cardinals to get in on the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. We'll yeah, see. I agree. They're, they stink, too. It's think.
0: the Cardinals, the Bucks. What other team can we say is definitely in the running?
1: Bottom of the barrel like that?
0: Stinkers. I just got to be. I know.
1: I'm trying to think of teams that really need that quarterback. Like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe the Commanders, if shit really goes south. It
0: could, it could be. That's uh, Commanders really could be in that running, too. If, but they have a decent team around but them. With,
1: with the Saints, the thing for me is that offense has the potential to be pretty explosive. Yeah. I mean, Derek Carr can air that bitch out. And you sure have, can. obviously, Chris Olave, who is an elite wide receiver. And he's going to prove that this season. I'm very, very mm-hmm. confident in that. And then I hate to say it. I put it on Twitter probably like a month ago. I'm back on the Mike Thomas train. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but this is the best quarterback he's had since Drew Brees. I agree. You know, you have a whole new offense over there. You have Derek Carr, who, like we said, can sling the rock. Probably a similar somewhat kind of quarterback to Drew Brees. He's not escaping the pocket too crazily. He's really trying to sit in there and throw the ball. Um, And Chris Olave, being as good as he is, is going to be able to take a lot of pressure off of Mike Thomas needing to be that wide receiver one. So I think it's like I main said, I think it's slant boy season, baby.
0: Yeah, I think it is slant boy season and like it's Man, look, that New Orleans offense has always been explosive with a good quarterback. That when they had Drew Brees there, that's somebody who could deliver the rock to all of his weapons, distribute it the right way. And that's what Derek Carr is about too. Like he can spread the wealth. Yeah. It could go to a lava one play. It could go to to Mike Thomas in next play. Yes, Kamara's out for the first four, but guess three, what? Three. We're oh, good. first three. But you got Jamal Williams. Yeah. Which is a dog. He, he could be a starting running back in a lot of places. Most places, true. In a lot of places he could really be the starter. And they I feel like that's a steal. Especially losing Kamara for the first three. But when Kamara comes back
1: that tandem's gonna be
0: nasty. That, yes, exactly. That that went two have punches of yeah. Yeah, they still have all their guys. They still have all their guys over there from when they were really dominant with, yeah. with Drew Brees, and hopefully, Derek Carr can replicate that. And I feel like it's definitely possible.
1: The biggest key for me is Derek Carr. You are on fraud alert, not mm. like very, very highly, because if you, they don't do anything, it, it falls on him, and because that shows that like you were even when you were with the Raiders. The Raiders weren't the problem because everybody thinks, oh, the Raiders are a trash franchise right now. But right. If Derek Carr, if you escape that situation the way that you were really, really like, oh, thank God I'm out of there, you got to come out and get buckets now.
0: The Raiders are another team that's on the Caleb William watch.
1: They are. They are. That's a good, that's a good one. But
0: uh, the Saints, man, like. Phew. How many wins? I'm going Nine. <sighs>
1: All right, no, I'm ten. gonna go ten. I'm going ten because ten will win the division. Nine ten wins the like, division.
0: I feel like the Panthers could get like eight to nine wins and yeah. come in second place. Um, then I have the
1: Falcons and then the
0: Bucks. Another seven wins and then the Bucks, two or three wins. <sighs> Stinky.
1: Overall, just a odd division. But like we said, it's very weird, being that there's tons of wild cards going on. Like this could yeah. mix and match any single way. Yeah. Except one thing, Tampa Bay, y'all sub.
0: Right Those top three teams Saints, Falcons Panthers Can Yeah Can Be swapped in and out Any which way Yep But I feel like the Saints Do have the edge Over everybody else Because they have The actual experience Everybody on that Saints team Knows how to play Playoff football And know how to win Big time games The rest of them don't Straight up Nobody on the Panthers Knows how to win Big time games Maybe except for Miles Sanders And he's a running back so yeah. I and mean,
1: with uh, Derek Carr, aside from his literal one season with Devonte Adams, I think this is the best. What Chris Olave, I'm talking about, is the best wide receiver Derek Carr's ever had. For sure. So he, could, it wouldn't for surprise sure, me. For it, sure, for sure. I'm,
0: th- I'm trying to think of like who he had in Oakland.
1: Nobody, bro. Henry Ruggs was his best wide receiver. Hunter Renfro. Oh <laughs> god, god. Yeah, Gross.
0: yeah. This is definitely his second best wide receiver he's ever played with. I mean, Waller. Yeah, and he—you saw what Waller did with, with exactly. Derek Carr. Hunter Refro had a season with with Derek Carr too. So like, if he can get that connection with Alave or even Thomas, it's up. It's up. It's up. I, I think I think the Saints win the division though overall, no matter what.
1: Me too. All right, <sighs> it's time. We're gonna, we're capping off this episode with something crazy. The fact that this is the last thing we're going to be addressing before we come back until next week, like till we come back next week, is nuts. But. I don't even know how to to like put this out there. Wander Franco, you are one sick individual. A smoke blast. Wow. Yeah. A smoke blast. Wow. Insane Wander Franco, um allegedly, this is a sick negro. According to some sources in the Dominican Republic, um some people on social media have put together that Wander Franco has been dating a 14-year-old. This is a sick negro this is a sick negro one more time
0: yeah wonder franco if the rumors are true okay we always have to put a a disclaimer out there but from the looks of it it is true because he's he that that photo looks fucking crazy she's
1: wearing your gear
0: and two he's not on the team
1: yeah they took him out they took him
0: off the roster for now until they get more fact, some more of their facts straight But it's not looking fucking good look And if up. it's true If she's really 14 fucking years old You need to go under the fucking jail You have all this fucking money All this influence You can get any fucking girl you want And you choose to get a 14 year fucking year old girl You got me fucked up Not only do you deserve to go to fucking jail You need your fucking dick cut off And banned from the fucking MLB Straight Holy like that shit. You're a fucking pussy Fuck you
1: he apparently- If true he is not going back to the Dominican Republic because apparently people know over there, and that's why he hasn't. They been want home. his head, and they, yeah. yeah, they want his head, and they also. He said he's not coming back until she's eighteen. That's apparently what he said to somebody. Is I, like, I'm not going back to DR until she turns eighteen. That's insanity. But nah, man, if true, but like everything, like if you look up Wander Franco for like with this this situation, there is so much against Wander. It's really, really looking bad. On top of the fact that the Rays pulled him from the game, it's really looking bad out here for him. And as somebody that got the biggest contract in franchise history, that's a bad fuck if,
0: if there's going to be professional leagues, right, and they want to have zero tolerance on anything, anything, it has to be that. Yeah, you, Pedophilia, that shit. Cannot be tolerated in professional sports leagues. I won't stand for it. I know all the men that are fans of these leagues that have daughters would not stand for this type of behavior. I don't stand for this type of behavior. Not like I said. Not only does he deserve to be banned from the MLB, he needs to go into jail and into general population in jail. No PC. Oh, said No PC. Mon
1: said you snapped. Yeah, it's it's insane. I can't even believe it, bro. Like. Like you said, you are a MLB superstar. What are you doing? Like, uh, God, gee, like these guys, this are is st- a sick Negro. So stupid i don't even know what to say about it anymore i really hope that honestly it's not true
0: i hope it i hope we're i hope we're wrong but i it's just not looking like that this is what it's been a few days brewing
1: now Uh, like he got pulled from the game i think his
0: agent or lawyer would have said something by now saying that he's innocent and this is blackmail or this uh, this is looking true as the days go truer and truer so uh, we're going to end it on that. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, we're end that it on was crazy.
1: That. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, it's been some good previews. We're going to be back at it next week. Another week closer to the NFL regular almost season. Almost there, baby. We are almost there. Make sure you guys drop a like, subscribe wherever you're coming from, and we will catch you guys in the next one.